to the Brief News Brief presented by the Life Giving Radio. I'm your host, Isaac Lopez. It's so good to be back with you guys here today. It's been a crazy week, a very good week, but nonetheless, very busy. This is our second to last show. We will have one more Instagram live show on Monday. I believe that it will be 7 p.m. Pacific time, but do keep your eye out for that on your social media platforms, wherever you stay in touch with this podcast. Uh, And then after that, we'll have a few cut and dry episodes that will be dropping before Christmas, but we are winding down here in the year of 2020. One more thing before we get into the show, which we have a lot to get to. We are changing things up. I want to try a new format that will probably be Uh, Similar to this, as we roll out into 2021, we are going to be trying out, and you can hear that in the background, we are going to be trying out a timer for five different sections. I want to make this more streamlined. I want to make this show a better product and a better, uh, just more enjoyable uh, listen for you guys. And... You know, I, this show has seen multiple revolutions and evolutions, and it's changed a lot, and we've settled into the news briefing, but I want to make it something more streamlined. I want to make it uh, something that isn't just a bunch of current events. I want there to be more structure. So we have five different genres or arenas that we are going to discuss in today's show. Each will be allowed to have three minutes. If you hear the buzzer going off in the back, my time is out and I will have to move on regardless. Each will get three minutes. Like I said, the first one is politics. We'll get the ugly bad news out of the way first. The second one is sports. Well, I love sports. Uh, there's That's another arena that uh, current events can sometimes um, not include and I would like to include on my show. And then... The next will be health, basically the COVID section. Whatever is rolling out, uh, whatever is going to roll out in 2021 is going to be determined by the health experts in our nation for better or for worse. And so I would like to have an entire three minutes dedicated to that and that alone. The fourth will be faith and family or religion. We can uh, mess around with the names of these Um, different segments later on. Um, But this is where we are going to have more of a focused look at the things that affect you um, and our faith. And finally, we will end with some good news. This may just be one story for today. It's just one story, um, but something a little bit more lighthearted, a good note to end on. Okay, so we've already spent three minutes on the intro here, but I just wanted to introduce that to you so you guys know what what's that beeping in the background? That's a countdown timer I've set for myself to be uh, a better rhetorician on this podcast, to be a better host, and to be more honest on the time that I have with you guys. I want to make it as productive as possible. With that being said, let's begin this new format of the Brief News Brief. So politics, the ugly segment that we all want to get done with first. Let's get into it. Three minutes has started. Mitch McConnell concedes the election. Down they go, one after the other. Um, More Republican leaders are conceding to the results of the election. Mitch McConnell, uh, the Senate Majority Leader, is another one to bite the dust. He says that he 
he congratulated the president-elect Joe Biden on the Senate floor, and he went on to say all Americans can take pride that our nation has a female vice president-elect for the first time. AOC, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, is tiring of the old leadership. Yes, we are well ahead of time here, doing well, one story in. But AOC tires of the old leadership um, and complains about the Democratic leadership in particular. Whether that's Nancy Pelosi or Chuck Schumer, she has this to say in an article uh, from The Blaze. A lot of this is not just about these two personalities in reference to Pelosi and Schumer, but also about the structural shifts that these two personalities have led in their time in leadership. The structural shifts of power in the House being the House of Representatives, both in process and rule to concentrate power in party leadership of both parties, frankly, but in Democratic Party leadership to such a degree that an individual member has far less power than they did 30, 40, or 50 years ago. She went on to say the left isn't really making a plan for that, so I do think that it's something that we really need to think about. She's growing tired of it. She wants these old hats out of there, old gas bags out of there, and it's time for new leaders, such as herself, to step up and fill the vacuum that has been, according to her, um, allowing for some nefarious things to get afoot. Another round of stimulus is on its way. Congressional leaders met Wednesday and said that they are uh, nearing an agreement on a roughly $900 billion economic relief package. Uh, This is straight from a report on the Washington Post, and a paragraph from there says, The package emerging is expected to include hundreds of billions of dollars in aid for ailing small businesses and jobless Americans, tens of billions of dollars in aid for other critical needs such as vaccine distribution in schools, and a one-time check of between $600 and $700 for millions of Americans below a certain income threshold. This is on the heels of a uh, of 8 million people have fallen into poverty since this summer per a report that was cited in this article, so you might want to fact check me on that. Uh, if I have any extra time in segments, I might reserve that right to give some opinions, but we are winding down 2, 1, on to the next segment. All right. So I have another three minutes to discuss sports, which is something that I am very capable of doing, trust me. ESPN's Foxworth comes out and has this ridiculous claim. He is a commentator and a former NFL player, he, Dominique Foxworth, and he said this week that he roots against the Buffalo Bills' Josh Allen, their quarterback, because of the quarterback's fans who possess American flags, dogs, and show that on their social media accounts. You heard that correctly. He is quoted for saying, and my biases are not based on Josh Allen. It's based on the people that are defending Josh Allen. I would be at 100% lying if I said that when Josh does something dumb, a little part of me doesn't get happy. And it's not because I don't want Josh to succeed. He goes on to say, it's because the people who are telling me that Josh is the second coming and Josh is better than everybody are people with American flags and dogs and skulls and crossbones. And then if you go just take a dip into their tweet history, it's some really concerning stuff, really concerning retweets and likes. Well, I guess I was unaware that these people were the worst people on earth. Um, But yes, let's go ahead and make fun of Josh Allen all the more. Uh, David Hookstead, 
the article goes on to say, um, to quote David Hookstead, which I think he shares this uh, similar um, apprehension that these comments were made. He said, uh, he's, he's a talk show host at the Daily Caller, and he says, what the hell is he talking about when it comes to the Twitter history of his fans? Is he implying the people who cheer for Josh Allen are racist and bigoted? It certainly sounds that way, end quote. Craziness in sports, but it does not end there. This is a surprise for the better, and it's not even the good news segment. Um, Democratic, uh, no, actually, before we get to that, Title IX is something that was created to preserve equal treatment and support for women's sports programs, um, and it protects people from sex-based discrimination in a school-related program receiving federal aid. That from the nationalinterest.org. In a... Act that is being co-sponsored with Rep. Mark Wayne Mullen, uh, Tulsi Gabbard came out and said, put forth this act, the Protect Women's Sports Act, which orders that any school that grants a person whose biological sex at birth is male to participate in an athletic program or activity that is designated for women or girls would be unable to get federal funds. Now, this, this is amazing. Um, and I would not expect this from the Democratic Party, and she's already receiving the heat from that. So maybe go and read up on that. Ten seconds left. Giannis Antetokounmpo just signed a 2.28 million. Uh, sorry, let me say that again, 228 million dollar supermax extension. Craziness uh, that comes on the heels of you know us talking about the next coronavirus um, stimulus package. All right, if I sound rushed, that's because I am. On to the next one, health, COVID. It's the only thing we've been talking about all year long. Um, And uh, I believe this is Sanjay Gupta. Uh, The Dr. Gupta uh, appeared on NBC and is quoted. uh, This is coming on the heels of him becoming vaccinated for COVID. Um, He wants to dispel some misperceptions around what people were, uh, around uh, the vaccine and what it's capable of doing. He said, and I quote, just because you get vaccinated with that second dose does not mean you should be participating in things like traveling in the middle of an out of control pandemic or what you're liberated from wearing masks or that you're liberated from wearing masks. He goes on to say everything still applies until all of us get the two dose regimen. And we don't think that's only that's going to happen until June or July. And again, this goes back to what we just talked about. We don't know if it's if just getting the vaccination prevents serious illness or does it also prevent you from getting an infection entirely, meaning you can still get infected with the virus potentially and pass it on to others. So really, really critical. Don't let your guard down just because you get vaccinated. You still might be able to get infected with the virus and pass it on to others. So please keep that in mind. Here again, we see the goalposts continue to move back. It's nuts. Are masks effective? This uh, website that I'm going to link to, I just want to review, are face masks masks effective? And it's just a compilation of 10 studies that have been done in the past that have shown face masks are not effective. This website says, so far, most studies found little to no evidence for the effectiveness of cloth face masks in the general population, neither as personal protective equipment, PPE, nor as a source control. Here are four of them. And I'm directly quoting a May 2020 
meta study on pandemic influenza published by the U.S. CDC found that face masks had no effect, neither as personal protective equipment nor as a source control. A Danish randomized control trial with 6,000 participants published in the annals of uh, internal medicine in November 2020 found no statistically significant effect of high-quality medical face masks ugh, against SARS-CoV-2 infection in a community setting. Three, a July, this is the third study that they are citing, a July 2020 review for, by the Oxford Center for Evidence-Based Medicine found that there is no evidence for the effectiveness of cloth masks against virus infection or transmission. Here's a fourth study. A May 2020 cross-country study by the University of East Anglia found that a mask requirement was of no benefit and could even increase the risk of infection. Here's one just to kick it off. I've got eight seconds left. In April 2020, review by two U.S. professors in respiratory and infectious disease from the University of Illinois concluded that face masks have no effect in everyday life. Goodness. All right. I tried to squeeze one in there. Didn't make it, but we're on to faith and family. Okay, so the Supreme Court continues to support churches. Uh, New Jersey, in New Jersey, uh, they limit houses of worship to lesser of 25% capacity or 150 people. This was challenged by a local priest and rabbi and who argued there, this coming from a report at USA Today, who argued their congregations are penalized more more than necessary because they're a smaller group. Now, if you recall, we reported on this, I believe, in last week's news briefing on Friday, we discussed how the Supreme Court was starting to hand down very favorable um, verdicts for religious settings. And they said in the court papers, this it, they being the priest and rabbi, religious gatherings are still being treated unequally relative to numerous comparable secular activities, including attending school, working at a meatpacking plant, getting a facial, shopping at Costco, playing cos contact sports, casino gambling, and mass celebrations after a presidential election. So uh, that is going on in New Jersey. I just realized I didn't really put any, any, in, any reason for why that's favorable for them just bringing that case. They're allowing that case to be heard in court. They're not just tossing it out. So that's a win in and of itself. Colorado, because of the previous verdicts being handed down, New York and Colorado have raised restrictions. Um, and because they had a very similar 25% capacity rule. So thankfully, those are going up. Those are going away. They lifted all limits on religious gatherings because the Supreme Court ruled in the New York case as it did. Okay. This story I posted about in the Life Given Radio Conversation group on Facebook. You can go and join there if you want to get some insider's information. But apparently a woman, uh, a, I, I saw this headline, a Florida woman finds raccoon in Christmas tree. And that's all you have to know. But it's very funny uh, to watch the video footage of this raccoon hiding in this woman's Christmas tree uh, behind the branches. And it hopped up onto her chandelier. It, it's wild. Um, and she continued, She initially thought it was a cat. Then she thought it was a squirrel until she went around to the backside of the tree and realized that's a monster raccoon on my Christmas tree. Anyway, Merry Christmas to all and to all a good night. Finally. 
and I had 15 seconds to spare on that. Something I actually wanted to go back to, and like I said, I wanted to use this uh, last few seconds for opinion. Um, you know, I, I don't have enough time. We're on. We've got four, three, two, one. There's your timer. Okay, hopefully you guys can hear that. I think the mic picks it up um, because if it can pick up my voice, it can pick up that one. In our final segment, finally, some good news. Christmas will not be canceled, at least not in England. Maybe we need to move there. Boris Johnson recently pledged, Boris Johnson is the prime minister, just an FYI, recently pledged that he would not that he would raise some important restrictions for a few precious days between December 23rd and 27th. Despite the fact that cases have surged, despite the fact that two medicine journals over there have told uh, have warned the the prime minister against his actions, he is lifting restrictions and it sounds like they're going to be able to celebrate Christmas as usual over there in the United Kingdom. Now, my friends in the United Kingdom, I know I have a few over there, can reach out to me and confirm that report, but I think that's awesome. And we are going to wrap up with this. Uh, that is that is fantastic. Be able to enjoy these holidays. And even so, um, even if you do have restrictions, we're getting to the point where we just need to meet with our families and celebrate um, because the hysteria really needs to end at some point. Let me know what you think of this new format. Uh, I really like it. Uh, I might have sounded a little um, topsy-turvy just in my delivery. That's because I have a timer staring me right in the face saying, hey, shut up or wrap it up, right? So that, it's good practice for me. I'm a rhetoric teacher. I time my students. You know, I need to be uh, practicing what I preach and doing this on the podcast helps me to stay more streamlined. Uh, you can find me on uh, almost any social media, Parlor, MeWe, Gab, as Isaac Lopez, same on Facebook. You can find the uh, radio, the the podcast account on Instagram, at The Life Given Radio, also on Facebook, The Life Given News. And then if you want to listen to the podcast on a different platform, maybe you're listening on YouTube, but want to find it on your podcast platform, we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Google Podcasts. We're also on um, overcast, which I think I already said, uh, but we're on a number of others out there. So do take advantage of that. Let us know. Hit us up with a review. Um, share the show. Uh, we appreciate that all of that um, because that's going to help build and grow the show as we prepare to bring on multiple more podcasts in 2021. Just a, a sneak preview there for you guys. Um, if you have any tips, if you have any things that you would like to have input on, do go to the Life Given Radio Conversation Facebook group. We'll have more interaction going on there for the rest of 2020 and beyond. Also, catch our Instagram live show at the Life Given Radio. If not, that will be a podcast uh, that will be released on Tuesday morning. Remember that the life that you've been given and the life that you've received includes every area of life. Why should current events be the exception? God bless and Merry Christmas. Boom, right on time. 